0: Hi Shannon Um, I have a question for you today I have been in a relationship with the same man for 10 years we're both still in our 20s but our late 20s and when uh, we first got together for the first few years we were having a lot of sex almost daily and in the last two years um, I've noticed his sex drive has gone down to we'd have sex two times a week to once a week and now I'm lucky if I even get it once a month. Um, It's made me feel really frustrated to like the point of tears because even if I try to initiate, I just feel rejected every time because, you know, he doesn't get hard or anything like that. Um, He is trying to deal with it and we've tried other things but it's not the same as Having sex, so I wanted to see if there was any advice you could give. I mean, he's gone to the doctor, we're trying our best, but I'm really struggling.
1: Hey, Liz girl, why you gotta choose that doom and gloom music that sounded like doomsday? Um, it strongly sounds like your partner suffers from a form of erectile dysfunction in which um, becoming erect is not as easy as it used to be, and there can be a number of reasons that happens for people. You know, the, the penis is an organ and it is subject to uh, veins and arteries and the rush of blood um, and then the use of testosterone in order for it to work. And so if something is wrong with the system or there's a mental block, um, people can have issues getting erect. I took a course on erectile dysfunction and it was just really discussing how <laughs> the nervous system which can control a part of sexual response, um, which again is the nerves firing up. The nervous system in essence has two operating systems and you can think of it kind of like Mac and PC, you can't run them at the same time. And those would be fight or flight or common and connect. And fight or flight is when our nerves are firing rapidly, we're in a state of metacognitiveness, Cognitiveness, we are super aware of all that's around us and you know, of course we can experience and feel things because we're in a reactive state. And that's usually when our survival or our uh, self esteem or something about us is being threatened in some way that our mind registers as being a threat to self. And then common connect is when we are relaxed. Someone can walk up behind us with a knife, we'd probably barely even notice because we're not like firing off and like, looking all around us. And a good sexual experience should occur when we are in a state of common connect. Um, kind of similar to erectile dysfunction but not so much i guess in some regards would be vaginismus which is when uh penetration or sex can be extremely painful because the body goes into a sense of panic and you're again you're not in that common connect state which allows you to really get horny for lack of a better term to really get your arousal pattern going so somebody who suffers from erectile dysfunction they you they get put in a very um a very big conundrum in that they need to relax in order to have a chance at having the right sexual response but because they have a fear of not having the right sexual response it makes it even harder because their system goes into fight or flight so they're in panic mode that they're not going to be able to get hard because they have maybe some type of health issue that has to be taken care of or it could be a weight problem um, that's causing the issue so if you've spoken to a doctor maybe you guys have some ideas to what Uh, Those triggers are. But nonetheless, it's like it doesn't make it any better when it becomes a stressful situation. It doesn't give the person space to perform better. And some of the techniques that they talked about in class that I even try and be mindful of in my own sexual relationship now is taking the pressure off of um, an erect penis. So if you really just don't reach for it ever, um, I think that can be very frightening for people when you reach and it's flaccid. And then again, you could send them into a state of panic. So I would say when you're having moments of intimacy, whether it's cuddling or kissing or whatever, don't reach for it. Allow them to guide your hand there if that goes to that. But at all costs, like don't put that pressure there. And I would say as hard as it is, you do have to find joy, you have to make intimacy a safe place again, um, an intimacy a fun place for both partners. And so I'd figure out whatever it is for them that's pressure free that you guys can do together and I would partake in that activity, whether it just be petting or again just cuddling, uh, maybe it's them just performing on you. And once you take the pressure off and allow them to sort of steer the reins and be successful sexually, then maybe you might just sort of see a better response. Of course, that will be coupled with whatever medical advice you guys were given in order to uh, address the issue at hand, because it doesn't sound like it's an issue of desire. And that's a thing as well, too, as women, we have to really, I don't think we just women, but anybody who has sex with a penis, um, you really have to detach your sense, of, your validation of being desired from erectness. You know, like, and I can ex- validate for that as in terms of being in a long term relationship that like... You know, in the beginning, my partner got very hard very quickly, and so there are times now that I, I look to see if there is that erectness to validate that they still want me. Um, but I recognize that that's just really stupid, it's not applicable at all, um, It's not we don't have the same rush of dopamine that we did in the beginning and we couldn't have that if we had the same response to new things as we did to old things we would die faster because that rush of adrenaline and of dopamine and going into fight or flight and getting the butterflies is actually really damaging for your tissues so it's not safe for us to like have those like thrilling experiences you know as we do move i got caught off on my last recording but i feel like i was rambling anyways that was escape just kick it And I chose that song because it's a really overlooked component of a good relationship is providing a place of relaxation. Um, and that in many ways is expectation free that isn't about you in that moment but just about allowing your partner to get to that zone of being their best self and the benchmarks of a good relationship are emotional regulation, self insight and mutuality and mutuality of course is I scratch my back I always fuck that up I scratch your back, you scratch my back and so when we provide that atmosphere for our partner to just kick it and to have a space that is stress free for themselves, hopefully in return they provide that for us and especially when our partner is in need or going through some kind of stress or or on a health issue we want to extra you know be sensitive to providing that for them so I would suggest that I mean ultimately I think if this problem persists it may not be unreasonable to talk about other sexual options there's monogamish options out there maybe it's even like using webcams and you know other interactions or it could be chat rooms Um, and then of course there's opening the relationship if you just continuously find that you guys are not sexually compatible and that your needs aren't satisfied but you're still happy with the relationship itself and the quality of the partnership Uh, those are things to consider but that might be down the line for you guys or it could be an immediate thing if both of you kind of realize like look we've gone to the doctor we've tried everything and we just still aren't gelling on this lane a lot of couples do find that opening their relationship up can be positive especially when libidos or sex drives are completely different so it alleviates pressure from the one partner my rice is finished hold on yeah. So it alleviates part. Um, it alleviates stress from the one partner, um, and then gives a healthy outlet for the other partner. That, of course, doesn't put them in jeopardy of being a bad person or of betraying their partner. Anyways, I hope that's helpful for you. And up next is the homework for the rest of you. All right. So in honor of Liz's question, your homework today is to tell me how you know that your partner is horny for you in a moment other than touching their genitals so without you having to directly put your hand or put your leg or whatever it is against their genitals to get the indicators what is it that they do or say or the look in their eyes that lets you know that yes they do desire you now my answer to this question oh man mine's in a kiss to be honest with you it, I, that's the, i don't even know why i thought about that there is definitely a massive... Because we kiss a lot. That's my fault. My love language is physical touch. Um, but there is a, a definite transition in kiss that I always feel. Like I always know when it turns from like, oh, this is like loving kisses to like, this is like, let's get it on kisses. And that is usually my best indicator of um, the fact that my partner wants to pursue something physical with me in that moment. And erection is not always there it may take a couple more minutes or five more minutes to come um but nonetheless like the kiss is usually the first thing that lets me know that there's something else between us so again to repeat the question i want you guys to answer tell me how you know that a partner in the past or your current partner is horny for you without you touching their genitals
0: Shannon, thank you so much for answering my question. Your words really do help. And I have been doing all you recommended. I'm glad that um, what I've been doing is what you have suggested. So that makes me feel good. Um, But you know, uh, you can't really help how you feel. And I know that you can't. Uh, connect your desirability by an erection but I just can't have feeling that as a woman you know that is sexually active with a man as far as the homework goes um, I definitely say that his method of communicating to me that he is horny is either through his kiss or he will start talking kind of dirty to me and um, That's the two ways he communicates it to me. My love language is definitely touch, um, which is why I have such a hard time not being intimate with my partner. But if I was gonna choose one, I'd say the way he kisses me and the way he starts talking to me when he wants to get it on.
1: Hey, Shin Booty, this is T, And I just saw your homework on an Insta story about, um, how I can tell my partner's horny for me without them touching my genitalia or, you know, any sexual erogenous zones. So the one thing that I notice when he is really, really, you know, aroused and ready to get down is he does this intense kind of stare, which is sexy and enduring because it's not like a stare that... It's not like I want to just are you It's more like I think you're so beautiful and I I want to be in the presence of your beauty beauty type of stare. So, yeah, that's how I know he's horny for me.